Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... What in Tarnation? What in Tarnation? But it's what spelt with a W-A-T-T. Oh! Oh! oh. Been... Yeah. So this is a sequel to What on Earth? This is the alien what? <laughs> and this time he's in Tarnation. The guy yeah. who's a normal man, but he's got upside down green ears or something. <laughs> Remember him? I don't remember no. him at all. <laughs> I think he must have been slightly before your time. But yeah, what on earth? He was just a silly alien man. It was the same thing as Mike and Angelo, which is probably too young for as well. Never mind. <laughs> um, I mean, there, there's also like, you know, the, the, the famous scientist who of, of that same name. Yeah. Thanks, James Watt. Yeah. For watching that pots. <laughs> Because there's at the end of the tunnel, that's uh, there's light. Watch right, electricity, something like that. Yep. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Okay, so that title was given to us by there is no Connor, only Bisque on Twitter. So thank you for that one, Connor. He got in touch with us on Twitter at Life's a Pit Show. You can tweet us anytime, and uh, f- you can find us on Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. So, judging by the sort of theme of that title, you could probably tell we're doing westerns this week. Ye hippity flippin' ha, is what I say yeah. to that, Tom. <laughs> uh, joining us for this week's western episode, Dave Bulmer, back on the show. Hello, I've always thought of myself as the closest uh, out of your guests to a cowboy of the old west that you have. <laughs> um, it's true, I, yeah. I'm, I'm certainly a rootin' tootin' sort of a fella. And uh, <laughs> you've been no- I've 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 noticed you rooting around. I know tooting, <laughs> while tooting, tooting yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and I think your listeners, when they think of of cowboys, and not just your listeners, probably everyone on the internet, when they think of cowboys, I'm the first voice they think of. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, no, it's yeah. You really do have that 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 uh, southern twang. Yes. So so. Paint your wagon and slap your thighs. Oh, I've never heard a Western drawl before, but that, now I know yes. what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, this is this is exactly what it sounds like, y'all. <laughs> I have heard that they say y'all. They do, they say that. Uh, although, I lifted that from American Tale 2, Bible Goes West, in which John Cleese tries to sound like a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Right, so shall we get on with some honourable westerns this week? Hey, 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 I like it. Can't beat that one. Said with full confidence. (laughs) Um, So this is the part of the show where we go through a few more titles that people have given us on social media and pitch those movies as well. All right, so from Jeff Beard, we've got Careful Where You Sling That Gun, Son. (laughs) Yeah. This is about Wild West gun control. It is, yeah. and it's a guy who's got... He's heard of gunslingers, and he's not from the Wild West. He's from, I don't know, the... <laughs> the, the sensible South. He's, and, from, he, uh, he's from Luton, is is is, is uh, this guy. Luton, is that just where everything is toilets? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's <laughs> from there. <laughs> Luton, L-O-T-O-N. Yeah, and... Uh, 
he's got it into his head. He's heard of gunslingers, and he's like, I'm going to learn to be a gunslinger, and then I'm going to go to the Wild West. In that order, because <laughs> I don't want to go to the Wild West and then try and learn to be a gunslinger. That's dangerous, because you, <laughs> you need to already be the best gunslinger People to survive. People are already so, slinging guns there. So, yeah, so he learns at home to sling guns, but of course, he's only heard the word gunslinger, so he reckons it is chucking guns. <laughs> so, he's, so he's learning how to spin them. You know how they spin them around, that thing they do yeah. where they spin them on their hand before they put them in the holster? He's learning to do that on his finger and then like yak it at people (laughs) he doesn't know about bullets back to him because it's like a boomerang (laughs) it's a boomerang shape yeah and he doesn't know about bullets so he's not he's not putting any bullets in and when he gets to the wild west he's like he people are shooting bullets at him but he's so good at gunslinging that he can genuinely (laughs) knock him out of the air with his gun yeah i feel like i feel like we should probably pick this film up not when he's learning we'll flash back to that yeah. We should pick this up as he arrives in the Wild West with yes. no knowledge of how the Wild West works. <laughs> He's wrong the, about uh, everything. Who's the actor? Who's this gunslinger? Ooh. Right, who's the least Wild West actor? Daniel Radcliffe. Yes? Actually. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think oh, uh, maybe Rupert Grint is even less. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Wild yeah. West than Daniel yeah, I had just the same thought after I heard Daniel <laughs> <laughs> I was like who, who can we go one further? <laughs> Dan Radcliffe. Always Rupert Grint. Dan Radcliffe has at least learned to be cool now, whereas yeah. I'm not sure Rupert ever went through that. I, I kind of feel for Rupert Grint. I want to see him in more stuff, because like, what happened to him after Potter? He was fine in Potter. Get him in stuff. He bought uh, a an ice cream van. Mm. And that's he it. He became an ice cream man for a bit. Yeah. And I think he was in a... Uh, Are I you think... making things up, or is this nope, the case? This is this, real. This is the case. This, this is what Rupert happened. Bought an ice cream van. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. He yeah. just he just was gonna he just wanted to be happy with the money he'd made from Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So we've got Rupert Grint. He's turned up in the Wild West. We've got him. He yeah. signed up. Yeah. Brilliant. Great. Yeah. I've just texted just... him. <laughs> Tom yeah. just texted him. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've we've got him. He's he's gonna drive his he's gonna drive his ice cream, ice cream van, van in. all the way Which, to America. Listen, driving an ice cream van is is probably one of the least wild west things I can think of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's in this. He's got the ice cream van for this film. Yeah. He's, he's I've forgotten. Sick. I've forgotten he's everything else driving, about the film. He's yeah. driving it. He's driving. He's um, Rupert Grint is driving his ice cream van to uh, to Italy, where we're gonna actually shoot this. Like it's an gonna... ice creamy western. Yeah, it's it's, it's a gelato western. <laughs> it's a whippy western. Gelato <laughs> western I, sounds quite. I love that subgenre of westerns. <laughs> whippy western. Whippy western. And so he he he's like, okay, okay. So we we start with him on like Rupert Grint's character, the the gunslinging son. Um, uh, he's sat on a train. You know, going to the go, going to the old west, and he's he? like, "I thought he was on his ice cream van." Okay, sure. Like uh, he's he's about to get out of his ice cream van, and and he's like, "Okay, his ice cream." Well, I'll meet you halfway, guys. His ice cream train. <laughs> yeah, he's on his ice cream <laughs> train. Imagine that. Rocks to the station, and, and he's uh, like, "Okay, okay, you've got this. You've got this, Rupert. You've got this." They're gonna be there's gonna be guns slung everywhere. You gotta dodge the guns. Oh man, it's gonna be. You're gonna have to have to. The towns are too small. 
<laughs> so uh, we're gonna have to any of us. yeah for anyone so yeah yeah you have to make your own of, he's heard, he hasn't seen any westerns he's just heard <laughs> western catchphrases <laughs> yeah and he's and he's extrapolating from that i'm trying to think of i'm trying to come up with a reason why he would think that the west would be ice cream based <laughs> and would require someone to bring a tremendous amount of ice cream supplies and um, just be ha- and like have cones in his holsters at know, all times. You know why it is? It's because his because his mum is uh, the proud owner. Oh well, his his dad is the proud owner of uh, the Mister Whippy Fortune. He is ah, a scion of um, of ice cream, There's, and that's how he's got here, right? In his ice cream train. Like, so Rupert Grint is playing a character whose last name is Whippy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Rupert Whippy. Yeah, Rupert Whippy <laughs> is is heading out to the old west in in uh the 1800s or whenever wild west was. Um I just like the image of him challenging someone to a gunfight, not realizing what the gunfight. Like we we discussed him throwing a gun at people and it coming back to him. Yeah. But the fact that a bullet is faster than throwing a gun at someone. <laughs> not, not when he does it. No. Not when All Rupert right. does it. He's really, <laughs> really fast really at it. He's trained right. to within an inch of his he, life. He missed a whips the gun right at, through the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call him Mr. Whippy as well. Like yeah. it works it works both ways. Well it's it's part it's partly the family tradition, you know, is is his uh Italian um his Italian dad played by uh Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston uh, used to be able to sling um, cone, ice cream cones to er- anyone in a in a kind of uh, a tavern. You know, sort of uh, as soon as you <laughs> as soon as you looked at him, you know, he he they, you walked in and it was like um, that game. What was it called? Root beer. Tapper. Root beer tapper. Yeah, where you just had to <laughs> run around throwing drinks at people. But it has to be a tavern. As soon as he's not in a tavern, yeah. he's useless. <laughs> yeah, which is what the innovation of the of the of the ice cream train was. <laughs> he can yak ice creams out of a window at sort of under miles an hour, no matter where he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right, so the head. So anyway, Rupert Whippy is 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 out to make his fortune. Yeah. This is all stuff we'll learn in a, in flashbacks, right? You know, sure. uh, as soon as he as soon as he finds adversity, which I have no doubt that you guys have in store for him <laughs> impending. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he runs out of flakes. <laughs> <laughs> so Rupert Whippy is he he walks out into the Wild West and immediately like someone's like, "Welcome to the state," and he just throws a gun at it at, at his head. <laughs> I want to be the best gunslinger. And uh, he's like, ow! What in the <laughs> hell? What in tarnation do you think you're doing? But even when it's even when he hits someone with it or hits something else with it, it always boomerangs back to him because he takes into account like the ricochet. He's really good at he's, slinging guns. He's got that Captain really America uh, yeah. shield yeah. logic going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can just he can just calculate. What the reverberate? Not the reverberation. The word I said a minute ago will Ricochet be sort of velocity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, he he throws a, a, the gun at, uh, let's say it's um, Jonathan Hyde's uh, head. Uh, Jonathan Hyde is 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 playing this like uh, um, train, you know, steward 
who's who's on the on the station. He's like, "Welcome to the old wedding." Oh, oh my God! Oh, good Lord! How what? Where, who? You can't go around throwing oh, guns at people. I know. And because it's the West, and everyone's wearing a cowboy hat, right? Everyone's wearing one of those hats. Yeah. So, what's that really called? A cowboy hat? There's a real, real word for it, Stetson? isn't it? Stetson. Stetson. I want to say Stetson. So let's say that Stetson. Come on, everyone. Let's say it. <laughs> on three. Stetson. Skype so, um, <laughs> doesn't really allow us to say anything at the yeah. same time. But anyway, um, so what he's doing is he's always chucking these guns at people's heads and they boomerang back. So they always come back with a cowboy hat on. <laughs> so as the film goes on, and like after his first mark is felled, he'll he puts the cowboy hat on dramatically. <laughs> but so as the film goes on, he's got an increasingly tall tower of cowboy hats <laughs> wobbling about on his head. <laughs> oh dear! And in man. fact, he doesn't even put them on. He just he he whips a guy, just flings a gun. It knocks out an opponent or just whoever he was looking at at the time, and it takes <laughs> it then takes his hat back through the air to the top of the pile of hats on his head, puts it on his head, and then goes back down into his hand. That's how good he is at pistol whipping. So, so I mean gunslinging, don't I? Gun, you know, <laughs> Not pistol whipping. So, so how does this film end? <laughs> well, I mean, the adversity, I think, is that he, like, he, he walks through into this bad town because uh, he, he, like expects Jonathan Hyde's like okay well, like you're a bit you're a bit weird but like welcome to the town and he's like oh no no no, no. this place is too small for me um I'm gonna have you you like because he feels like that's the greeting right this this town is too and he's heard you know this town ain't big enough for the both of us and stuff yeah. and he starts to really he doesn't at first he's like an innocent using that phrase like yeah. hey, this town isn't big enough for me he doesn't quite understand it but as the film goes on, he comes to realise that what it means is that after a certain number of fights, your hats are too cold <laughs> to get in through the doors. <laughs> and he needs to go to a bigger I town. Need to be- I-, I need to, be- to build a-, a very tall town for me to wear all these hats. <laughs> and so He's just like, no, there must never have been as good a warrior as me in this town because people are always able to get through these doors. Yeah. And so um, he ends up like he walks out into the wilderness, finds a terrible like a a bad town, right? Like this full of bandits and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like they they shoot him, like they shoot. And they to show how bad they are, they've got loads of hats. On. <laughs> but they they're ones that they've collected from dead men. Yeah. They're all blood stained hats, and they've yeah. got bullet holes in them. Some of them have still oh, got a skull God. in. Some of them have still got a skull in him. And so, like, they, 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 they actually shoot him, and he's like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 these guns can do that? <laughs> hang, a, hang about. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> and so... Um, he, You've they... had those modified, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> so... Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like he ends up he ends up getting um, he ends up getting cornered um, uh, and, and tied to some ra- some rail tracks um, yeah. by the by the bandits and he's like oh no what am I gonna do the the train's coming and then he sees like there's a, that that heat shimmer on the on the tracks he sees a train coming for him he's like oh no and all the bandits are out there laughing. And he's like, how am I going to get out of this one? And then I'm in a suddenly, right big layer. 
and then this ice cream cone flies down the track. Uh, he catches it with his hand, throws it at the bandits. It bounces off. The key to his the lock flies into his hand, and he's like, "Oh, did you not realize I've got a pistol, Whippy?" Um, <laughs> Good lord! And I think at some point in the film. Having been disappointed in the fact that you know the guns in the the bandit town shoot bullets, yeah, um, he he gets somewhere else and he comes up against a big Australian who's got a boomerang. So it's boomerang <laughs> against boomerang, and the Australian points his boomerang at him and shoots him dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Bang. end of the film. That's, the, that's like almost like the the um the outro to this film is yeah. is he's like everything's better you know he's yeah, like oh i saved won. it uh, and then you have just this this like epilogue which is he walks out into he's walking through a desert again but this time yeah. there's a didgeridoo playing <laughs> oh man i've got a tagline for it it's uh this this is about to get knickerbocker gory <laughs> <laughs> all right so from Ed Crawley, we've got the quick and the unsatisfied. <laughs> I see what Ed was doing. I see. Here. Oh, very clever. But okay, so here's what it is, right? A masked stranger rocks up in town, and it, mm. you know, does all the broing music and everything. You know, broing. Uh, yeah, you know yeah, broing. We all, <laughs> Dave, we all know broing. Our listeners know broing. Where you tw- where you just twang a spring, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the mu- no, the music like it's 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 like dual music. So the two of them are stood there. They got their fingers waggling over the, and one of them kills the other one. And it's the end of the film. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the next hour, cameras set up around the screen just point at the audience. <laughs> <laughs> And right, we we market this film with an incredibly elaborate trailer. Like, <laughs> yes. we get we get every every actor under the sun involved, and it's every like, like every shot of this film is used in the trailer. Just yeah. like mixed up. So you've got like yeah. you know, you've got... in fact. The trailer has the actual full film in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like you've got, you've got like um, uh, Patrick Stewart. Like uh, he's got like war. He got interesting garb, like war paint, and like uh, these, this like a feathered shoulder. And he's looking out with interest at this, at this masked stranger walking into town. Like everyone looks really interesting. Like, like you've got, like they've got a fantastic story to tell. Mm. And there just isn't one. <laughs> yeah, like well, like the trailer is just those two guys, unnamed actors. Uh, just, just we we find two people, uh, one to shoot the other in a, in a town. That's the one shot in this whole film. The trailer is just a montage of like what we assume uh, westerns have in them. With just a ton of actors, so we get Robert Downey Jr. in there. He's dressed as a as a cowboy, sort of rocking up on a on a horse. Um, there is uh, there's the entire cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia robbing a train. Uh, it sort of hits <laughs> that at one point. 
Uh, it's it's like the sort of Western version of Too Many Cooks, <laughs> <laughs> where we just where the trailer just keeps going on and on and on, and then you turn up like this is going to be amazing. It's just one guy shooting another, and then and then the film ends with cameras pointing at the audience. <laughs> it's like Jumbotron. Uh, and there's one. Like... There should be one really great shot in the film and it's the one that everyone's looking forward to the most and that that's not in the film yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one shot where like robert downey jr and patrick stewart are running towards each other with with laser swords or something like it's just this <laughs> they're running com- towards each other with laser swords and then when they meet they stop drop the swords and are obviously about to do a big kiss <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and then it, in the trailer it cuts away in the film it just isn't in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing no, in the film. Those those actors aren't in the film. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Natalie Portman, uh, one of her eyes falls out in the trailer. <laughs> like, oh no! And uh, like Jason Statham, he's he. We see a shot of Jason Statham's ass at one point, yeah. and he's like. Would you just look at that? And then cut to, <laughs> cut to the next bit. Um, in fact, every single actor who's ever been in the Avengers, like in the trailer, yeah. they all line up and just all their clothes fall off. But it cuts away before you see anything? Not in the films. <laughs> Peter Kay rocks up in a cowboy outfit and goes, you remember garlic bread? <laughs> I don't really see why everyone I don't see why it would be unsatisfying for that not to be in the final film <laughs> um, Maisie Williams uh, spits at um, spits at Willem Dafoe in the face and, and, uh, and, and when she does like, you're going to wish you hadn't done that and then cut uh, and when this, happen- when this is happening in the background, they are being watched by like Miss Piggy, not in the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the, in, the entire so the Muppets is just in the background of every yeah. shot. Yeah, they're just in the background. <laughs> yeah. not in, same shots in the film, no Muppets. You see, you see, um, you see Maisie Williams uh, and Willem Dafoe now back to back, surrounded by goblins. Uh, as as nathan fillion dressed as malcolm reynolds says i'm coming to save you uh (laughs) it cuts away for uh we get the the firefly ship serenity uh flying overhead as he does that yeah uh, like this is the thing this is this is what youtube breakdowns of trailers have been waiting for the entire (laughs) ever since and everyone's theorizing and then they all go to the film and you know how earlier we were saying that the film is like two people standing off and then one of them shoots the other and that's it it's not even that it's not even that the whole film is just i don't know pick an actor just give me a name of an actor doesn't matter Uh, uh, donny osmond right Donny Osmond, this is the whole film. It cuts to Donny Osmond's face, and Donny Osmond goes, <laughs> uh, uh. That's it. <laughs> That's the whole film. <laughs> Maggie Smith rocks up with a shotgun and goes, I bet you weren't expecting me in this trailer. <laughs> in this trailer? Yeah. But we throw them off by making her walk into a trailer, like a movie trailer. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Like it, that doesn't help. Um, yeah, uh, you just said movie trailer. That's the least <laughs> useful thing you could have said. But we know what you meant. A trailer on like the movie a mobile, lot. 
a mobile home type yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and lock up. Owen Wilson's using a, a, a ton of props as a fight while Jackie Chan's cowering in the corner. It's... Yeah. All the way, oh, and all the way through, all the way through the trailer, you see this, it keeps cutting to this figure walking towards you from the distance and it gets closer <laughs> and closer, like it keeps cutting back to this figure and when it arrives, it's Keanu Reeves and he <laughs> puts up a hand as a, he's about to say something really cool. He opens his mouth, he breathes in and it cuts. You have to wait <laughs> yeah. to see the film to find out what it is. Everyone's and all you get like, is Tony Osman going, "Hey!" <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> like, "Is this Ready Player Two? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should yeah. we move on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if you've got any suggestions for uh, bits in this trailer, do uh, do leave a comment and, uh, and a tweet. Yeah, uh, we can keep we can do- keep doing this every episode. Here's more <laughs> stuff that's in the trailer. <laughs> Okay, so those were all our honourable mentions. Thank you, everyone, who's given us uh, titles this week. Uh, remember to find us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show and Facebook as well. Facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. We post out genres each week, so keep, a, keep an eye on the genres we post up. If you've got a film title idea, just give us it. We may pitch it on the show. So, are we ready to move on to this week's main feature pitch? I think Better so. Have. I think we've the podcast has reached a feature pitch already, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there is no from so so from there is no Connor only Bisque. We've got what in tarnation? What in tarnation? Oh yeah. So, so James Watt, right? He's from around that time. Jamie. If I had to guess, the man, the electric man. No, the electric I think, man. No, he, no, he's not an electric man. He invented steam power. That's it. He really? did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's. So he. He's from yeah, he's, probably, is from, probably is from around that time because yeah. it was yeah. brains that let it all happen. Who's playing James Watt? Um. So uh, I think it's Big Business Ben. Ben um, Mendelsohn. Ben. Ben uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's me. From uh, from Rogue One and uh, Ready Player One. Right. And, uh, and other film titles, apparently. With, with one, one in them. <laughs> <laughs> Captain uh, Marvel 1. Uh, Robin Hood 1. one. <laughs> yeah. He's working on his, his, his big business. Uh, yeah. But this yeah. is a... Um, this is, isn't about business. This is no. about a, westerns. Yes. Great. It's going well so far, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So he invented steam power. Yeah, yeah, and and of course, um, the, the age, trade. the age of steam. Yeah, like the age of steam. Yeah. Uh, the train came out of that. The like, and that was a big part of the Wild West, right? It all hmm. makes sense in a way. Okay, so I've got an idea that's got legs. Um, sure. Right. So Ben Mendelsohn is playing James Watt. Yeah. Right. Inventor of steam power, the steam engine. I'm assuming. Um, sure, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty let's sure that's that. wrong. But yeah, let's say that. So, he, well, he's inventing steam power. And he's going, He's well, he's going around from town to town showing off this new steam pumping engine that can, uh, that can travel on a rail and stuff. He, he's, uh, he's got it in a big, big old uh, carriage. Because like, up until then... 
people have been traveling across the West on uh, on carriers, haven't they? Like uh, yeah, like trail trail carts and everything like that. The old and, Great Western Trail. And he's got two, um, one uh, one town in particular um, that he's uh, he sort of settled on, and uh, and in this town, it's ne- it's near like. You know those uh, those geysers that shoot stuff up, yeah, uh, like steam geysers and stuff like that. And like, basically, this town is built on a um, on like a very thin crust of of land. Beneath it is like a whole mass of tar. Like the tar pits, uh, like, you know, the, tar- like the, the, the dinosaurs got stuck in. Yeah, it. yeah. It's, this town is slowly sinking, and I think it's sort of up to James Watt to to sort of figure out how to save this town. Because what we've got there is like the whole sort of town needs to be saved from something. Plenty I think we of also, steam. yeah, plenty of steam. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, we've got dinosaurs coming back to life, which yeah. I know is a Western trope. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that people get that people use quite a bit. Um, and uh, yeah, so basically that's the setting I think for this. So it's it's kind of got legs there. We've got uh, James Watt coming into town, rocking up, finding a lot of problems. I think uh, I think we can just sort of we could sort of build ideas build ideas around there. So has anyone got any ideas? Where this could go? <laughs> I, I've been I've been sort of stuck on the idea of them being on this thin crust over a geyser, so that the whole town gets like <laughs> up into the air into every the now air. and then. Yeah, and they would, and they would like build. They would probably have a load of like parachutes and balloons around the edges, so that it goes, like, <laughs> so it goes, poop, and then it drifts <laughs> down again. Ah, <laughs> oh. um, so it's it's the Tar Nation, this uh, this this town, yeah, because um, because no one wants no one wants to think of it as part of the United States, because it keeps <laughs> well, this town keeps lifting up and yeah. becoming its own sky yeah. continent. They're like uh, they're like uh, what is this? They're like, what has the federation, like the um, what the what are the federals ever done done for us? They don't help us when we when we get fired into the sky. <laughs> we're for weeks on end. This is and not helping us that we're now we're sliding into into a tar pit. <laughs> we're our own country, <laughs> the tar nation. And uh, who's the mayor of uh, of the tar nation? Um. Is it uh, Brie Larson? Sure, it's Brie. Why, why, why wouldn't it be Brie Larson? Why on earth wouldn't it be? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the mayor of this <laughs> town is Tarzan, played by <laughs> played by Brie Larson, who's who's played like by Brie Tarzan. Brie, Brie Tarzan, yeah, yeah, and and she's she's made up like Tarzan from the Disney movie. <laughs> oh, specifically like, that one. Fully, fully hench and like in a loincloth and stuff like that. She's the only one in town dressed like this. <laughs> so, and she goes, "You, Ben Mendelsohn, me Tarzan." She speaks like that the entire movie. So, um, like, <laughs> like they're they're in trouble, right? Because like the Federals have left them to die. Um, they're they're. Their balloons aren't working as well as they could, or maybe the balloons are a product of of 
later in the film, right? Yeah. Then, he, like he makes the uh, he, like he I think um, he makes the steam powered balloons. Yeah. Well, it's it's not steam; it's hot air balloons, isn't it? Yeah. So she uh, Brie Larson is like, "Get me, James Watt." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and instead of him rocking up, showing off his steam power, he gets he gets a telegram. Yeah. Um. Asking him because he's he's already he's already solved uh, New York's power energy problems by steam power. Yeah. So all all of New York, like quite a lot of New York, is like running on like uh, on steam power. You've got the uh, you've got your balloons going round um, and stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's it's very steampunk western. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it'd have to be, wouldn't it? Really. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, he gets a, a, a telegram that says only uh, just this: "Bree Tarson, you James." Um, and, uh, and he's like, "I know what this is. <laughs> I know what this means. Oh, no, Another what town is... needs my help. <laughs> <laughs> Another town. I remember. I'm sorry, Mayor of New York. I, I, I know I've been here since you were having trouble where you were where uh, a giant colossal woman was trying to smash your your, your town to bits. But uh, <laughs> after we solved that by spraying con- uh, spraying bronze all over her, I think we I should be heading off." <laughs> that is the official origin story of the statue of liberty (laughs) ben metalson sprayed her with bronze i don't even know if that's what she's made of well no no, i don't think it is i think it's copper because copper because copper turns green right so so not only is that the origin of the Statue of Liberty, but after they spray her with copper, she comments on the fact that A, she's been caught, and B, there was <laughs> oh, no. a good amount of copper <laughs> by saying, well, that's a fair cop. And that's, uh, the, ori- that's the origin of that phrase as well. <laughs> I just love the image of, of that being like a, a, a flashback and this giant woman going around <laughs> setting fires of things with this torch that she's got. <laughs> and she tried to set fire to Ben Mendelssohn on his hot air balloon as yeah. she was she was being sprayed with it. So she was reaching up yeah. and she got stuck she like that. Reaching up to try and torch him. And all, and all that happened to Ben Mendelssohn was that his hot air balloon went up. <laughs> yeah. She didn't know what it was though. So she's looking through the dictionary trying to find what what it was. And she's like, she gets to F and she's like, that's a fair cop. Um, and uh, she she's... Was, <laughs> she was going around, it was like Attack on Titan, she was going around demanding huddled masses to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me your huddled masses. <laughs> so anyway, we've got James Watt's backstory <laughs> in this alternate history. I think that's the exciting, action-packed start to this film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Lady Liberty comes out of the uh, out of the ocean. Wades out of the ocean, <laughs> like yeah. this is a land of the giants. Yeah, so J- James Watt rocks up in the in the flying tar nation. Yeah, yeah, he he rocks up in his hot air balloon. Yeah, he's he is uh, and uh, immediately gets hit by the town. Like he flies over, he's flying over in his hot air balloon, and then just suddenly, like this enormous town gets blasted out of the ground and smashes into the side of his hot air balloon. So I'm thinking, um, 
the big baddie, the uh, the bandit man, played by Jason Statham, who rocks up into town on a black horse. Yeah. Um, black horse. He's also right. He's also got a wizard uh, at the side. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he's got a wizard played by uh, Ian McKellen. He's, I'm never uh, against the idea of also there's a wizard in any <laughs> film. Pitch. He's he's riding alongside. It's like Ian. The wizard's called Ian. Uh, <laughs> this is this the place? And and Ian McKellen's like, yes, it is. This is the place where we can bring the dinosaurs back to life. <laughs> <laughs> this is the place where the giant lizards shall be our slaves. Yeah, because Jason Statham's wanting to bring the lizards back because he's afraid that. If another giant woman comes out of the sea, there's going to be nothing to protect. Like, he, he believes that the Statue of Liberty was the sort of harbinger. The first, of the, yeah. The first one that sends out. So he's like... And he's, hope, and he's hoping that when mm. the next ones come out, and you've got, you know, the big woman with two heads and the big woman with yeah. wings and all that, that he can set the original big woman against them and just let them fight and the reason he wants to do that is because he just thinks it'd be hot <laughs> yeah they can have a tar wrestle um so so, so that they're, they're rocking into town being like uh we need to destroy your town uh as there's uh as there's dinosaurs underneath and we need those dinosaur bones to bring the dinosaurs back to life so they can fight the giant army of women and what they don't realize is that when they they got their research wrong there isn't like dinosaur fossils underneath the town there's dinosaurs and they're all fighting (laughs) they're already alive yeah and the fact that they're having one big dinosaur battle is what causes the the geezers to be like whoop and blow the town (laughs) i don't know know how that would follow but it does somehow when one of them gets thrown into a pillar you know like they're having that kind of like when they've got the, you, you know, you've got. Whenever we cut down there, right, where they're having a fight, you always see it's like miniatures, you know, like they're, they're sort of like yeah. when those the, the old style kaiju or dinosaur <laughs> battles, uh, and one of them gets smashed and thrown into a pillar. Some lava pours out, it goes into a pool of water, and then, yeah, yeah. and it's an endless battle. It's an endless dinosaur battle. Yeah, uh, because of reasons. Oh. I think I've got how it ends. Oh. Um, <laughs> right. Basically, everyone in this film is right. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the uh, army of giant women is coming out of the sea, and the dinosaurs are definitely alive and fighting underneath the tar uh, tar thing. Yeah. But like, in order to get, in order to uh, solve the problem of of the bandits raiding the town. Yeah. Um, James Watt basically builds a balloon, a giant balloon, or a, a series of giant balloons to sort of keep the keep the town afloat. While, <laughs> but like, the problem is with the dinosaurs being resurrected, the dinosaurs can't be can't be tamed. So yeah. it's essentially what happens is as this town floats away on the sky, <laughs> it's not affected by the apocalyptic war that's going <laughs> on below. And that's just how the film ends, I think. The, the, <laughs> town, the town floats off into the sunset with a 
da, 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 while while it sort of pulls focus from the town flying off into the sunset to this to this giant woman and this T-Rex fighting. Yeah, and the giant <laughs> woman crap and, the, out of each and the giant woman is like with her teeth ripping the neck out of the, <laughs> of the dinosaur. Um, and yes. and uh, Ben Mendelsohn says to says to Brie Larson like, "Where are we going?" And she's like, "West, west <laughs> out over the ocean. There's somewhere out there that's safe." Somewhere that no giant lizards will ever be. And then we cut. We do have a sequel title for this, actually, given to (laughs) us by by, uh, Joe Thompson, and it is uh, West of the Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We got that. So, yeah, there we go. Um, (laughs) More more giant women and dinosaur battles to be had in the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really solid premise. All right, so yeah, if you've uh, if you've enjoyed today's episode, feel free to uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter as well, at Life's a Pitch Show. Yes, if you... Uh, <clears throat> oh, no, I closed my Chrome tab. Damn it. And then also apparently cr- uh, closed my entire windpipe. Um, <laughs> there we go. Bring up my list of cool dudes. Diddly dee biddy dee. Dee. Dave, where do you get your list of cool dudes from? Like, as in not where the people, but I mean the the actual list of names. <clears throat> what? Because you, you put your you put your you put lists of names in your videos, right? Sometimes. Oh, oh, that it just takes me days and days and days to type all the data up myself. Yeah, no, there's no good way of doing it. No, you can't get a text document or anything from them. Um, I can't remember. Maybe you can. Maybe there was a way, but it's been a very long time since I did a video like that. Mm. And uh, it's about time I did another flipping one, really. It's about bloody time. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'll uh, I'll get to our cool dudes. Um, so uh, if you do uh, like the show and you've already told your friends or you are terrified of telling your friends, then uh, <laughs> you can do another thing to support us, which is go to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast, where uh, a bunch of really cool people are paying us a little bit of money each month uh, to kind of help the podcast keep going. Um, so uh, the people doing that so far are Mahir Trevedi, my waste of talent. I'll crunch my own bisque before I let somebody else raise my kids. Brandon Spanky Mills. <laughs> Ross Originals saying, don't forget the bonus pitch. Stephen D. Thomas, Sam McKillman. Look, kids, your mum is gone, so get used to living in a giant bisque. What do you mean there's a podcast mocking Brenda's life's work? Look, Pete, I can't find any proof that wheat bisque husks actually exist. Brent Black. That cat bloody starved itself to death rather than live without Bren. Look, Pete, the kids can't stay here. They're going to get bisque lung. Joseph Hegarty. I had Brenda embisculated in order to in order to preserve her for the kids. I know it's sad and all, but I think the bisque statue is a bit much. Alex K. Pete, I really don't think building a bisque Brenda proves that you're okay. They can't sell the house because it's riddled with breakfast ghosts. Milk rain doesn't mean it's the end times, Phil. Bisque rock is a myth. And Chuffin Hell Mavis, what do you mean they renamed the entire village bisque? Thank you for all those people. Um... 
it's getting more and more like a giant. I feel I'm feeling more and more of a sense of victory every time I get to the end of that uh, list. <laughs> so if you want to add to the trial, then please go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast. Thank you to all those people. And thank you, Dave, for coming back on the show. All right. Where can people... Is there anything uh, anything you want to plug? Where can people find you, Dave? Well, I'm Demon Tomato Dave on Twitter and YouTube, and I've got a new podcast now. Hey! It's called, it's called Sonic the Comic the Podcast, and it's where <laughs> me and Chris McFeely go through the old, not the not the American Archie Sonic the Hedgehog comics, no, but the general Sega magazine type thing that came out in 1993 here in the UK, had Sonic comics in it, had Shinobi, Streets of Rage, it had uh, Golden Axe, it had Echo the Dolphin, all sorts of different Sega stuff. It was well good. It was the founding stone of a generation of British artists and comics writers and readers and stuff, and it's well good, and you can find that Sonic the Comic, the podcast, and also Serious Disney's my animation podcast that's been on hiatus for ages because we can't seem to organize being in the same room at the same time, but we, uh, we <laughs> will soon. We're nearly there now. <laughs> excellent. Well, those are both excellent podcasts as well. Um, the, the Sonic the Comic the podcast, well worth checking out. I have never read a Sonic the Comic in my life uh, and still enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, so you, uh, listener... If you are of the nerd persuasion, probably. Um, uh, Or just want a little taste of the place and time that was, uh, what, the late 80s, early 90s? Yep. Wait. What? Yeah. What time? What? Early 90s? Uh, Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. What? Sonic the Comic Podcast? That started in 1993. 93. So definitely early 90s and not late 80s. Although, um, well, we do chat on about the late 80s as well, so I suppose so, yes. Yes, okay, so we end the show, as always, with the Yes Very Clever Award, the award we give out to people who have given us titles based around existing titles uh, and just uh, playing, a little, uh, playing a little joke. So, this week... <laughs> Jokes are always better when you laboriously explain what they're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, from Tom Turner, we've got For a Fistful of Fists. <laughs> I've been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. Oh, I've been Dave Palmer. Remember who pitched it? <laughs>